0: Welcome to a Brit David podcast as Pastor Tim brings us the conclusion to his message today. I love my family from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 through chapter 6 verse 4. Families are not perfect and sometimes they can be hard to love. But when I understand that love is more about deliberate choice than a subjective feeling, I can choose to love them no matter the circumstances and no matter their response. And if you choose to love them anyway, you may discover that those circumstances change, and so do their responses. Here's Pastor Tim.
1: Let's keep going. What are we on, number four? Love for your family should be spotless. Spotless. We're talking about maintaining purity in your home. Look at some of these words as we read them. Pick up with me verse 26. He's in the middle of a sentence. He's just talking about Jesus sacrificing himself for us. He says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. What amazing words are in there. Sanctify, cleanse, washed, presentable, glorious, no spot, no wrinkle, not anything like it. Instead, you find the words holy and without blemish. That's what our homes are to be like. Our homes are to be clean. Our homes are to be pure. A love that is pure leads them to a home that is pure. Again, the world is not going to give that to you. The world is not going to through television, through movies, through social media, through speech, through behavior, through whatever it is. is not going to add purity. You have to maintain purity within your home, how you speak, what you do, where you go, how you treat one another, the things that you long for, all should be spotless. Let's keep going. Love in your family, love for your family, should be supportive. Should be supportive, kind of like that word phileo. It's to be, by the way, all of these words are agape. But it's kind of like oh, At this point, I'm supposed to at least care about them. You know? I'm supposed to at least be concerned for their well-being. I need to genuinely care about and care for every person in my family to look out for them. Pick it up in verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives... Let me stop there for a moment. There's something else I've done here writing in my Bible. Right after I wrote the word, the question how, up there in verse 25, husbands love your wives. How do you do that? Well, I put number one, just as Christ loved the church. Now verse number 28, he mentions that same idea. Again, husbands ought to love your wives. So I wrote number two. How am I supposed to do that? I'm supposed to do it like Jesus did it. i supposed to do it through Sacrifice. But then he says this, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Within our family, we're to nourish one another. We're to cherish one another. It's a treasure. But it's a treasure that doesn't last for forever. Yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, our deacons gathered our widows and widowers, invited them to a banquet. It was good, by the way. It's a great time down there. As I sat and I looked around and I noticed that there was a couple of them that were in there at that widow's banquet for the very first time, it just kind of hit me, kind of how hard that is. You know, that, it can't be easy to know that year after year after year we have a widow's banquet. And sometimes, you know, maybe I have to sit in church and hear about the widow's banquet. Or maybe like one of our men that were there last night, who had served as a deacon before, he was there giving it, hosting the banquet. Now he's the recipient of the banquet. Family that you have is not going to be around for forever. You know, I didn't believe it when they used to say, just wait till you have children. Life's going to go by just like that. And until they got out of diapers, I thought, they're kidding me. Because <laughs> this has lasted way too long. But you get to this side and you realize, there's so much more I wanted to do. It seems like it went by just like that. And then they start moving out, don't they? Then they start having their own families. And you hope that the way that you have taught them by example, the way that you have loved them, that they'll step it up a notch and they'll love their spouses, and they'll love their children, and they'll love those who go on before them, are going after them. We're to support them. It matters that we go to ball games. It matters that we go to dances. It matters that we go to school functions. It matters that we're involved in all of these things that they're involved in. I don't like shopping. I just don't. When it comes time for shopping, you go in, you get what you're there for, and you come right back out, right? Thank the Lord for the internet. I don't even have to go to the store anymore. And I don't even have to do it, because now I just call Alex, I say, hey, order this for your mama, right? (laughs) I don't enjoy doing those things. But when she says, do you want to go shopping? I'll just say, I don't tell her story now. I don't say yes. I just say, I'm with you. I'm with you. Because when it really comes down to it, that's who you have. You got each other, right? Stand by each other, no matter what. The Bible says that the person who will not care, who will not support his family, is worse than an unbeliever. We want to make sure that our families understand Jesus' love for them and Jesus' love through us for them as well. Well, if they're going to understand it, then we've got to get to this next one. I think it's six. Love for your family should be spoken. should be spoken. Spoken. To tell one another, I love you. Not the old story about, I told her I loved her at the wedding. If anything changes, I'll let her know. Right? No. We need to tell them often that we love them. I know I'm getting slack, and this is not my strong suit, so I know I'm getting slack when Danny will ask me, did you love me today? Yeah, yes, I loved you today. Today, every day, we need to tell them that we love them, not just assuming that they know it. Because even if you know it, you still like to hear it. Right? Look at verse 30. For we are members of His body, His flesh, and of His bones. He quotes from Genesis. For this reason... A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife. There's that phrase again, so I've got a number three. So that she respects... Her husband. He loves his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. It needs to be spoken. It needs to be spoken. It needs to be said over and over and over again that you love them. Tell them. Now, maybe you tell them in words. I mean, spoken words. Maybe you jot it down. Maybe you're the kind you like to leave little sticky notes. Or hide things in their lunch that you're making for them that day or, or, or maybe you send them a text through the day, or call them during the day. But they need to know that you really do love them. Let's keep going. Number next. love for your family should be saluted. It should be saluted. It should be acknowledged. All right, so you know the chapter breaks are just there, kind of added in later to help us, right? This is one of those times where we're going to just read straight through the chapter break. I mean, the the thought that began in verse number 18 still continues when you get to chapter 6 and verse number 1. And he says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Reminiscent to those Ten Commandments, Paul says, children, you need to honor your father and your mother. That means if they're small children, it means if they're grown children, it means if you're old, you know. Still, you need to honor your parents now. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, in, in just a little bit, about that soup thing that we're doing. So one of our, one of our friends that we have met through our working down at Mission Columbus, one of the ones that really kind of uh, ch- first challenged us to this soup competition, um, you know, that, uh, that next Sunday, I said to you, I want to beat my dad. You know, I just do. I can honor him, but I still want to beat him, Right? You know, so he said to us, we heard, I guess they watch, we heard you talking bad about Mr. O'Dell. I can't talk bad about Mr. O'Dell. He's my dad, and I can beat him, but I'm not going to talk bad about him, because if I could measure up to him, I'd be a far better man than I am today. I want to be like him. I want to I, I I have the walk that he walks. I want to honor him in everything that I do. I really do. Still want to beat him, <laughs> but I want to honor him too. Listen, Jesus said to those Pharisees, he said, you dishonor me. And they fought the whole time, don't they? Didn't they? When you dishonor people, it's going to bring out a fight. It'll do it at church. It'll do it at home. Dishonor and disrespect lead to division. It's love that brings real unity within a family. All right, notice what Paul says to these kids. He's talking about spirit-filled kids, right? some talking about kids that... Kids that know the Lord and who, who are filled with His own love. And He says to them, you need to honor your father and your mother. How are you supposed to do that? This is what He says in verse number 1. This is how you honor them. You obey them. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. That's what we're to do. Why does He throw that in, in the Lord? Because sometimes there are parents <laughs> who don't tell their children the right things to do. They don't lead their children down the right path. But I am to obey them and everything that is consistent with God and with His Word, I am to obey. Children, the best thing that you can do to make your home a happy home is to obey your parents. You will blow their mind when you do. But they'll know. They will know that you love them. Why are you supposed to do that? Paul gives us reasons here for why we ought to obey our parents and honor them. Look at it. You see them right there. Number one, he says in verse one, because it's right. It's just right. It is the right thing to do. Just do it because of that. I, I, really, I really don't need any other reason. It's right. We should, we should obey them and honor them but notice what else he says he says it comes with a promise and down in verse number 3 number 2 he says that it may be well with you things in your life will go a whole lot smoother when you obey your mom and your daddy they will and then number 3 I know this to be a sure enough truth that you might live just a little bit longer (laughs) don't obey and see how that goes that, that you may live long on the earth. Not only is your life longer, your life is better while you're here because of that. Let me give you one more. Love for your family should be shown. It should be shown. You are the example. You are the example for your family. Listen. In all reality, Juliana is going to understand how to love her husband the way Dina loves me. Lord help him. (laughs) The way Dina loves me is how she is going to, in turn, love her husband. And you know what she's going to be looking for? Somebody that will love her the way that I love her mama. You want to be a good example in your family? Love your family. Love them. And it will continue on way after you do. You need to live out these biblical principles. Look at what he says in verse number 4. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. We're coming full circle. What's he, what's he mean? It means training them up right. But there's something specific about saying, do this in the Lord. I'm to introduce them to Jesus my life ought to give them reason to want to believe and want to follow Him. I want to train them up that they might be disciples of Jesus who will love Him first and on this earth love their family the most. We become the example. They hear what we say and they follow. When Alex was, he was 12, I think he was already 12. We had gone to Six Flags, buying our tickets up there, and the lady said, how old is he? Now, under 12, you get the children's rate, right? So I said, he's 12. And she said, you could have just told me he was under 12, and I wouldn't have known any different. And so I said, but he would. He would, and they do. I am very sorry if you have ever been in front of me in traffic, because in all likelihood I've probably called you an idiot. Let's just pretend I didn't know it was you. (laughs) So one day we're driving along and I hear Alex in the back seat say, you Indian They talk like we talk, they act like we act. And if you'll love them to Jesus, they'll do that too. Love your family. I love mine. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful for the people that you put around us. And we recognize today that everybody didn't grow up in a godly home. Everybody didn't grow up in a home where mom and dad even are honorable or respectable or loving. And yet we recognize that that is no excuse for me. You have shed your love abroad in our hearts, giving us capacity to love the way that you love and to follow your direction the way that you have given it. Help us to love people. Especially those that are in our family. By helping us to love you first. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's stand together right where you are. The very first step that somebody in here needs to make is to say yes to Jesus. To give their heart to Him. (laughs) I'm I'm not ready to love my family. I'm not ready to love other people. I'm not ready to do anything else until I get that relationship with Jesus right first. So get that right first. Maybe you want to come to the altar with your family today. Maybe you want to just pray for your family, wherever they are. Maybe you need a church family. If you do, I encourage you to get those things right with the Lord. If I can help you, I will, but the altar is wide open. Jesus, hear our prayers. We pray that you'll act, that you'll show yourself to be strong on our behalf today. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Pastor Tim thanks you for joining us here today on Britt David Podcast. And he would like to invite you to check out our past messages here on our podcast library. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at churchofficeatbrittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.